Welcome to the Spiritual Gifts Podcast. I'm Sam Jackson, Gateway Redlands Campus Pastor, joined by my good friend. Yes, we are good friends. <laughs> this is introducing yourself, mate. Oh, this is your moment to I introduce yourself. I thought you were going to say my name. No, you uh, say your name. Yes, Andrew Serkham, Gateway City Campus Pastor. Well done. And are you enjoying that glass of cold brew that oh, uh, our producer, Mark Dean, has provided you, this Mark. morning? Yes, definitely needing it. We, this is the Thank first uh, episode for the firing, day, so it's, uh, it's the medicine we need. Mate, we are talking about um, a gift, that, uh, one of those challenging gifts, one of those gifts that is really clearly uh, a supernatural spiritual gift uh, that people talk about often. Yep. We're talking about the gift of healing this yes. morning. Why don't you give us a bit of a, a, a brief biblical picture of oh, this gift? I think we see throughout Scripture, we see um, the power of the Spirit working uh, in, in and through people mm. um, to see healing take place. We see it in the Old Testament. We certainly see it in the ministry of Jesus as he walked the, the streets of uh, all the dusty roads um, mm. of Judea, part of his ministry as he ushered in the kingdom of God, as we see the kingdom of God power uh, in and through him, we see lives changed through healing mm. throughout the Gospels. And then as we journey through and we, we read the Acts of the Apostles, as they are filled with the Holy Spirit as they are commissioned and sent by Jesus, one of the primary ways I think we see the work of the Spirit uh, in the uh, early church is physical healing. And so we can see it littered. And then we, we see as Paul writes a list of the gifts uh, in First Corinthians, as he writes to the church there, he includes in that list of spiritual gifts the gift of healing. Mm -hmm. And so we get that. That's It's a, it's a very high-level view. Um, we, we can dig into a little bit of that uh, in a moment, yeah. But uh, yeah, that's the, that's the high high view of what we see in scripture. I, I love that picture of uh, heaven breaking through on earth. You know, we're, we're taught uh, to pray, "Your kingdom come, your will be done." And as we think of the fullness of the restoration of the earth, Jesus coming back and making all things right. I heard this great phrase as I was listening to a podcast uh, just the other day of the kingdom of God breaking backwards. So the picture of the future uh, where, where there is no more pain, no more suffering, no more disease, no more, no more unhealth, uh, as that, that kingdom breaks into the present, it's actually the kingdom breaking backwards. And uh, yes. it should not surprise us that healing is one of those, uh, one of those things. Absolutely. On that note, we have our executive pastor, Derek Peters. Derek, welcome, welcome to the podcast. Lovely to be here, boys. Thank you for Good the invitation. Here, Lovely to have you. Uh, why don't you tell us, I, I'd love to hear from you. Um, and, and I think people who, are, who have been around Gateway for a while, they, they know this is a gift that you have, um, or however you, however you state that yourself. Why don't you tell us when you first discovered that you m maybe had this gift of healing? Yeah, look, it's, it's an interesting origin, I reckon, for lots of people because you know, you said in the, in the introduction, it's challenging. It is challenging because, you know, you, I saw it modelled in other people. I saw, you know, uh, men and women who had the courage to lay hands on people where we saw bona fide results. People actually got healed, you know, and many of them in the moment, you know, so it was quite obvious, you know, that, that the power of God was at work. And I guess, like most things, you become interested in the mystery of it. So I think for you know, for a lot of people in discovering the, the ministry gift they've got, it probably starts as a bit of inquisition. It probably starts as curiosity. Mm. You say, oh, you know, I'm, I'm really interested. I'm not so interested in this, this, and this, but gee, I'm really interested in that one. And that probably for me was true about healing. And um, I remember I was 19 years of age, and of course, I'm all I'm filled up within the expectation that. God uses people to heal, right? But I have no idea how he does it. 
at that stage of life. And and I'd be asked to go out to be a, a uh, to preach at a youth camp for a friend of mine out at Ips- at Boona actually. There's an Anglican group. There was about forty of them, and I'm I'm. St- Going out there to pre, you know, prepared my four messages that that I've got to do over the weekend, and but my heart is really aching for God. Just, just move, move like I've seen you move with these other guys. Um, but would you do that this weekend? You know, and maybe I'm just young enough and stupid enough just to believe that that's possible. So I'm out there. I'm preaching on the Friday night. The kids are sitting in front of me. They're completely disinterested. You know, I'm probably boring them to death about Joshua or something. Um, Nineteen and got probably no clue about how to really preach, you know. Um, but I'm about 10 minutes in and the, a leader who's sitting in the front row, it was a weird setup. All the leaders were in the front row and all the kids were behind them mucking up, which kind of didn't make sense to me at the time. But anyway, one of the leaders in the front, she's probably, I think, in her mid-40s. For me back then, she was old, you know. Um, she just stands spontaneously to her feet and, and starts to, oh, this sort of strange exhale, you know, and... Uh, and I, no, I said, are you okay? <laughs> this is not something you do in the middle of the preach. Uh, she goes, I've just got this strange heat running up and down my spine. And I said, had enough sense to say, was there something wrong with your spine beforehand? She said, I could hardly bend over. She said, in fact, I didn't even think I was going to come to this youth camp. She said, but I've been sitting here and it's been building and building and building and now I can't stand it. I've just stood up. And then I said, well, what couldn't you do? And she said, oh, I definitely couldn't bend over. I said, well, bend over. So she bent over and touched her toes. Wow. And and the whole room went exactly that. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I went, wow, you know. And probably that was a moment where I think the Spirit of God was saying to me, you know that curiosity you've got? Press in a bit more because mm. I think mm. there's something here for you. So that, that's, yeah. that's the start for me. Just in that too, like, I mean, obviously there's a curiosity, but it's not even like what's really interesting about that story, and I know you've shared other stories similar to that even recently, where you're not even praying for healing, but it happens. Yeah. Like, it did. does that, what, what, what do you, it, was that a sign for you that, oh, maybe there's something on me for this or how, how, do, you, how, do, how do you work through that? Yeah, yeah. Look, it, it's, um, yeah, look, it's, it, Everything we do with the Lord is about surrender because the reality is we don't show up like we're the ones with the power. And the more you you know walk with God, and you guys know this as well as anyone, the more you're convinced of that. You know, like I, the further deeper I go with Jesus, the more I realize how much I need him. You know, it's not by no means does it work the other way that somehow we become you know, filled with our own confidence. It's far from that. So with the posture of surrender, I think comes the idea that God is God and he will work how he works, but he'll also work with me. Mm. So it's not that he's not going to use me, but he also doesn't have to use me either. So with that idea, yes, there is an openness, I guess, in my surrender patterns Mm. that people's physical bodies could be affected in the ministry that I bring. I would be lying to say that I don't have an awareness or an expectation about that. But that's been built over many years of watching God do stuff and then saying, okay, well, you know, there's a feedback loop here where you are asking by faith, 
But then when God actually does some things, it confirms to you that it's okay to keep asking. So the more the years go on and the more you ask and he then begins to move, the deeper the permission feels to ask. Mm. Because the father who is in heaven, who is a good father, has said to my heart, this is okay. And you have permission and therefore, why don't you step in this with me? So please don't hear there's this sort of loaded gun, let's just ride into town on the horse and start shooting. I think what you should hear is there's a permission that you feel in the spirit that is the goodness of God confirming to you that this is something you should do. Mm. And with, a, with I think, a fair degree of surrender and hopefully a degree of openness, we allow God to do it. And so yeah. that, yeah. That's good, DP. I, I think you've probably answered the question that's sort of forming in my mind, but uh, how we carry, how you carry this gift with wisdom and love and like the word you used a lot then was surrender. You know, we've, we've heard stories of the extremes, like people on the TV who say, send money and I'll pray, pray healing, blessing, that sort of thing, to something that happened in the city I came from before I moved back to Brisbane, uh, a young girl who died because her parents were praying for healing and didn't take her to hospital. Right, um, sure. Uh, Maybe maybe you've got a few a few more comments about how for people listening to this who they're listening because healing came up in their in their top three or four gifts. Um, how you carry a gift like this with with wisdom? Like I said, you may have answered it before, but maybe speak to that a little bit more. Yeah, look, I reckon one of the biggest challenges we all face with this gift is is the issue of doubt because doubt, you know, doubt masquerades itself in repostured theology. So in other words, we will adjust our theology to the level of our experience so that then it works for us in terms of how we relate to God, you know. And I understand that. Like I'm not sitting here on some high horse about that. I get that because we need it to work for We need it to make sense to us. The reality though is if we do adjust the th- – and if, if Jesus is perfect theology to us – then we must hold that standard irrespective of what happens as we start operating the gift. Because we don't change our theology when it comes to the fruits of the Spirit. I mean, we don't say to the Holy Ghost, well, I, I, I'm not patient, but you'll just have to deal with that. I'm, I'm just going to keep my impatience. You know, we, No, we, we in our heart of hearts would say, I, I should surrender my heart to that and I, I should learn how to allow the Spirit of God to change and transform me so that I am exhibiting more of the fruits of the Spirit, you know. And I think as good Christians we'd all agree with that. Well, we can't take any more flexibility into the gifts of the Spirit then because the gifts of the Spirit are still the manifestation of Jesus in the earth. Mm. Whether it's the character of God through the fruits or the power of God through the gifts, it's still Jesus. So if he is our standard then irrespective of whether we've seen healing flow consistently or not, we've got to try. Mm. We've got to we've got to and that's why the word surrender is important to me, because we are literally surrendering our humanity for a supernatural outcome that we can't bring, but God can teach us. I would say this though, he you do learn how to use the gift. Mm. And God's okay with that. God God wants to teach us his ways. Like it's not like everything's a mystery and and yet every time we, we stand to pray for people, it's all like, well, you know, we've got no idea. No, God God does give us some ways of doing things. 
But I think we even hold those loosely and just let him be God, you know. Mm. But yeah, no, that's good. I think on that note, Derek, maybe there's uh, one or two tips for people who maybe maybe at the front end of realizing they may have this gift. I mean, you you referred to uh, preaching, and from the platform that was sort of your the genesis of the gift for you. For those who don't have that platform, uh, but maybe have this gift brewing in their heart and, and sensing that they want to explore it further, what are one or two suggestions you'd make in oh, next look, steps? I think without the platform, you're better off because the pressure that comes in the public space, um, and sometimes I'd even say, if I could say this kindly, in the church space, is a lot harder than in the marketplace. Mm. You know, uh, I, I had this guy, and I know I'm watching the time with you too, Sammy, but um, you know, this guy the other day, I was down at, a, at the opening of a, of a childcare centre and, and, you know, he this kid, he's probably in his early 20s, busts into the staff room where we were sitting in the aircon trying to recover and uh, and he sits down and he's got pain up his back. He said, I just can't move. I'm just in real pain. And I just felt like we should pray for him. I just said, well, can I pray for you? And he, he, the shock on his face was quickly, I think it went away because he saw in my face a bit of confidence and I said, I'd like to pray for you. I think God could do something about that. So we, we literally I lay hands on him and and uh, and the pain left him and he was shocked. His surprise on his face was, wow, you know, I said, where's your pain? He said, I honestly don't have any pain. I said, well, I'm sorry, but you're going to have to go back to work now. <laughs> <laughs> the upside the downside. The downside is oh, there's the pain you're going to have the high So, you know... You know, that was easier to do that, I'd say, than having a 1,000 people in front of you yeah, trying to good. pray for the sick. Yeah. But look, back to what you're saying. I, I think we've got to press into the kingdom. Jesus said, seek the kingdom. So we've got to seek the priorities of the kingdom, the thinking of the kingdom. We've got to reorient the way our values work according to the kingdom. We've got to submit our doubts to the faith of the kingdom. So probably the best way to operate your gift in the you know lay, laying on of hands is lay on lay your hands on people, yeah. start praying for people, yeah. and then wrestle with what happens afterwards. So you know you're going to lay hands on people, and various things are going to happen. You know miracles are going to happen. You're going to be amazed. Uh, you're going to have great faith in your heart at times and people aren't going to get healed, but you, when you felt like they were, mm. uh, well, they're not going to get healed in that moment, put it that way. And so you're going to th- wrestle with that doubt. Hey, look, get on the bus. I- I'm just saying jump on the bus, get in the wrestle, um, go back to Jesus, ask him for keys, keep trying again, and then a- as you persevere, God will reveal to you how it works. Yeah, and, and I know that sounds maybe a little bit of a mystery of an explanation. I think that's in the time we got, I think that's yeah. the best no, that's way. That's great. That's really good. I loved your story because uh, we have been discussing in this podcast across all the gifts, what do these look like outside of the church? You know, that they're for the building up of the church, but uh, uh, part of the building up of the church is adding to our number. And so the gift of healing, as you said earlier, Cirques, uh, in the intro is is a sign of the kingdom and can often lead to people coming to faith in Jesus. So I appreciate that. Mm. Mate, people listening to this episode, because it came up in their top two or three gifts, I'd love for you to take a moment just to pray for those who are listening. Yeah, sure. That that this gift would be affirmed and uh, God would work powerfully through them. Love to. Thanks, mate. Father, thank you for the way that you have equipped your church. God, thank you that you actually call us into the place of the supernatural, that which is above the realm of the natural, and God, we need faith to do it. We actually need to to surrender our understanding at times so that we can take on the mind of Christ and see the world through the lens that you see it. Father, for those who are, who are listening to this podcast and they, they are saying, God, I know you've asked me to do this. Father, first I pray you'd give them the courage to step out. 
God, that we could draw from you. We, we want opportunity to step out. But then as the opportunity comes, God, would you fill our hearts with faith? Holy Spirit, would you teach each one of us how to take the next step as we develop the gift of God that you've placed over our lives? God, thank you for the opportunity. Thank you, Lord. You don't judge us as we try. You actually persuade us to step into the onto the water. And even if at times we feel like we're sinking like Peter, God, your hand is there. You lift us up and you're there for us. And so, God, courage, I pray, and the release of power over people's lives to walk in this gift. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen, amen. It's been a great conversation, gents. Thanks, DP. Thanks, Thanks Serks. It's been good. Pleasure.